and this is the Closet Chronicles. My name is Ivanya Easley, founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about sharing our fashion journeys. I talk with other fashion professionals where they give advice, share their story, and hopefully inspire you as well as you gain knowledge that you can apply to your own, either starting your business or growing your business. So today we have a special guest, One Stylish Lady. She is going to tell us, that's the name of her business, and she also happens to be One Stylish Lady. So she is going to tell us, her name is Felicia, and she's going to tell us all about her business, how she got started, and what's coming up next for her now that we're in this new year. So welcome, Felicia. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Of course. So, of course, first things first, um, tell us, you know, your name, the name of your business, and then, of course, how did you get started? Yeah, so I am Felicia Brown Allen. I recently got married earlier this year, so still getting used to the Allen, Um, but Name of my thank you. Y'all are such a pretty couple. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I think we do pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but one stylish lady is the name of my business, also known as OSL. It's an online women's clothing boutique. I started it in 2019, October 2019, so right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I got started into it was I've always been really interested in fashion. I spent mm-hmm. my whole life working in um, retail, but for okay. home improvement retail, not fashion retail, ah, okay. um, but was always interested in fashion, um, dressed to the nines, kind of going to work, going to the office. People are like, oh, you're always so nicely dressed. You should start a, a blog, um, kind of showing where you get your outfits from. Yeah. And so, and I think, I think it was like 2017, um, I started, I finally started the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, started blogging, um, getting some small sponsorships and like ambassadorships from the blogging. Um, and from that, I found like people asking for certain things, certain types mm-hmm. of looks, and it was hard to find some of those items at certain price points. Yeah. Um, so I started thinking about, oh, well, now I'm advertising other people's businesses. And then people are also looking for things that I'm not unable to find at some of these other um, retailer. So mm-hmm. let me think about how I could start forming my own company. Okay. And so from there, I did also in between there, I did a little bit of styling, personal styling. I was just about to say, it sounded like you was doing some styling work. I did a little bit of styling work, but the corporate like nine to five life. Uh, it's hard to do it. It's, it's yeah. hard to do both. And so I did that for a little while. I actually styled a bride, which was very hard to do. <laughs> was, she, um, was she a bridezilla? I, I started a bride, but she was pretty calm. She she was she wasn't a bridezilla, but she was very opinionated. Um, and I know like part of styling is just like getting a person comfortable and trusting yeah. their opinion on things and like what yeah. works well for their body. So still being new to the styling game, I had to work through that to build the trust and build the yeah. right language to co- convince. Um, but once we got there, we got there, and she was amazing. Um, she was a really good client. It was just my first time doing something of that sort. Yeah. Um, and it took a while to find like the really perfect dress for her. She had a destination wedding. So it all worked out. Um, oh, and I love wow. the styling aspect of it. I also styled a friend of mine um, who is a career coach and negotiation specialist. She's a really oh. big deal now. Jacqueline Twilly, shout out to her uh-huh. um, so for all of her speaking engagements. So I really love the styling side of it. But then I was like, I can't do this 
and the corporate job because I just don't have time to do the shopping and, and all that. Yeah. So how can I do this on a different scale? And so mm-hmm. between trying to find certain items that people were asking for at certain price points and then also giving styling advice, I came up with the idea to start my boutique. And the mission was always to kind of help people be able to create a wardrobe and kind of create effortless looks and timeless looks. So like, how mm-hmm. do you restyle things, um, get versatile pieces and closet staples where you always have something to wear um, and an aspect through social media of like how to style it together, some styling inspiration. So that's where the the idea of OSL came from. That's how it got to start. Awesome. Yeah. Now, with uh, your origin story and how you got it started and your love for fashion, which is most of us who've gotten into the fashion industry, we could always dress. We were always the ones getting the compliments. And then, of course, people do start asking you for help. And then you decide, of course, to take it to make it a business. What do you feel like is one of the hardest things about starting your own business or an advice that you would give to somebody who wants to start their online boutique? Yeah, I think especially with when you're in a creative industry, it's the fun part is the art of it, of like creating the looks and putting the looks together is different when you add a business component to it. And I knew that going into it because I've been working in business for all of my life. Yeah. Um, But what I quickly found was that I did not have the resources and the team Mm -hmm. that these businesses that I was working for had. So like implementing the stuff that I knew I should be doing was hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's the key to it all. And I'm still working through it and learning. But having a clear business plan, knowing Mm -hmm. your customer profile, um, doing all of the legal work. Um, yeah, doing all the stuff that's not so fun, like all of the stuff to really have a strategic plan, having a sales plan and a, and a budget and kind of knowing what your targets are, how, how much traffic you need to get to get to your target, all of those things um, and monitoring that on a yeah. monthly, monthly basis. It's all the other things that go into running to business that make it successful. You have yeah. to do those foundational things. Yeah. Now, how have you managed to overcome um, those things or how are you overcoming them? If they're- yeah, <laughs> I would say it's still a work in progress um, because, like I said, I got married earlier this year. But yeah, that, um, you know, that's a lot, too. That's a lot, too. I with my marriage, I got two bonus kids, four year old and eight year old. Oh, um, wow. So also, You're a mom, too, now. Also a mom, too. Still have that corporate job. Actually started a new corporate job this year. Oh, wow. Um, And so I am this year and like last month actually starting to plan for how can I build a team? Because at this stage, that's also where a lot of entrepreneurs feel. It's like not knowing when to build a team. Mm -hmm. I know I need to build a team. I'm just working on flushing that out and actually implementing the team. Um, so that's what I'm working to do is to figure out how to get the team like marketing help um, and also just kind of day to day when I have events like assistant type help. Yeah, um, would be crucial right now. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. That makes sense. What is, do you think right now is the most important lesson you've learned thus far as you you know created this uh, business? Um, I would say that entrepreneurship is just not like a, a linear thing of what, what you see typically put out there on social media of like I started this and then 
it just took off and you see this line of success. It's going to have peaks and valleys. So knowing that Instagram highlight reel. Yeah, the highlight reel. You see the highlight reel. You don't see those months where sales aren't right or shipping is delayed or you're in a pandemic and none of your products come in. And now you've got this inventory that came in really late. It's knowing that you're going to have to navigate those things and there's some seasonality. There's just some, some peaks and valleys. Yeah. Um, but being willing to get creative, I feel like being an entrepreneur makes you very resilient. And, it really does. And very creative. <laughs> I've yes. been able to learn how to do things I never thought I could do. Um, I almost became a graphic designer over here, like I'm a website designer, <laughs> doing all the marketing images, all that stuff. You learn how to make things work and to kind of, uh, work through ambiguity, figure things out. It makes you, like I said, get really creative. So I would say that's one of the the biggest lessons is just knowing that it's not just going to be a highlight reel, um, yeah. but having that support system, having the team, all of that is what kind of helps balance out um, the whole process of it all. Yeah, makes totally sense. Uh, makes total sense for sure. Um, what do you feel like is one of your favorite things about being an entrepreneur or having your online yeah. store um, and, you know, being able to work in your passion? Yeah, I would say one thing I forgot to mention was um, in the midst of that before I started my blog, I discovered um, a reselling platform. It's called Poshmark. Um, mm. And so I started a kind of closet store before I started a real store. And that's where I discovered that I really enjoyed like creating nice experiences for customers. So even with that, I was personally packaging stuff, wrapping it, sending a a handwritten thank you note. And and now in my own business, I still Mm -hmm. do that. So I like the personal touches. Uh, Most people are like, don't you hate the shipping and the (laughs) fulfillment of it all and the customer interaction? Like that's the best part is when I get a really good review, when I send a yeah. note and people talk about how they like the personalization of it all, when people send me their pictures from their special events. Um, I had this one client who um, was down to the wire of finding a dress for her engagement photo shoot. She found me on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to figure out she didn't know what size she needed. We were able to ship her two sizes kind of rush it. She got it just in time. It was perfect. Awesome. Her photo shoot went really well and she was so happy. So it's like making people's moments special like that and yeah. getting the feedback and the pictures back and the reviews back from that. Like that's what makes it all worth it. And that's the, the best part of the job. I totally agree. I feel the same way about my styling clients. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. When they do send the pictures or when they're just like everything worked out perfect and they got so mm-hmm. many compliments or they got that contract, promotion, date, mm-hmm. whatever it was they were trying to achieve. And I helped them with playing a smart part with their wardrobe. It always feels good to help people in that way, especially women. So, And when you get them to try on something, like I don't get to style as much as I did when I I did that a couple years ago, but I get to interact with customers when we have the actual pop-up events in person. And you get them to like try on a coat or something. They're like, oh, I can't wear that. Like that would never work for me. Like, yeah, I think it would. Yeah. And you pull them out their comfort zone a little bit and then you see them start twirling in the mirror, like feeling themselves. Like that moment. I love those moments. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Totally have to agree. Now, if you could give anybody advice that is either just starting there, now that we're in a new year, a lot of people are going to start like, hey, this is the year that I'm going to do, you know, A, B or C. 
what yeah. would you say as far as like maybe I always ask people three different ones because it depends on your medium on how you learn. But three podcasts, three movies, or three books that you would recommend for someone that is just getting into the business or just trying to grow and take their business to another level? Hmm, that's a really good question. Why, thank you. <laughs> Let me and I actually do all three. Like, I love movies, podcasts, and books. But everybody's different, so that's why I ask all three. You don't have to answer all three, but you may be like, okay, I'll do movies, or I'll do podcasts, or I'll do books. But yeah, I would say, I'd say this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank start, you, I appreciate it. Let's start with this podcast. I would say there's. I'm trying to think of a specific book. I feel like I'm more of a books girl, but it hasn't been fashion books. It's been more of like the business the business kind of thought process book so those are important too though because what i just to everybody is the business side because the creative is great but if you can't handle the business you're not even gonna be able to stay in business to enjoy the little creative part that you get to do i mean i got in this to be creative and now it's been probably only like maybe 30 or 40 percent actually being creative because there's so much to do with the business Right, right. And I read the book called Girl Boss, I know, which was about Nasty Gal. Yeah. And I did give a lot of good advice. I know they had their challenges in the yeah. end as well, but still a, a ton of good advice. Uh, yeah, but even out of that, she was able to come out of it and start something else and like keep sure. it pushing. <laughs> Sure. Even amidst the controversy, but I read Girl Boss too because I thought the concept when she first started was so neat. Right. On how she was able to pivot that into, you know, that VC money and turn it into a whole, you know, clothing line, online business, etc. out of resale stuff, basically. Right, right. And yeah, there's another book one. called Essentialism. Okay. Um, and that one kind of focuses you in on figuring out what are the things you need to focus on because there's yeah. so much noise around. And like when you're an entrepreneur, it's like a million things you could be doing. That part. Um, how to get the mindset of I got to narrow this down. Like if I could only do three things to drive my business this week, what yeah. do those need to be? What does that need to be this month? Um, yeah. And it takes it to a personal level, too, of like family, too, because yeah. when you're an entrepreneur in personal life, you still got to figure out like what's important to you from a values standpoint. Exactly. You want to grow your business, but not at the risk of relationships and family and friendships and all that that you value so how do you yeah. balance all of that out so i think that helps you in the balance of it all which is really important when you're an entrepreneur because you could lose that really quickly if you don't really be in, get intentional around focusing on what's essential no i love that and totally agree because i mean there's definitely a quality of life level um mm -hmm. that you want to have as far as work-life balance to a degree i don't really believe in balance as much as I believe in alignment and everything is working together. There may be periods where work is a little bit more heavy, but then there may be periods yeah. where family is more heavy. And so it's yeah. not always perfectly balanced like we would like. Like half the week is going to be all about family. Half the week is going to be all about business. Right. It's just more about doing what makes the most sense for you, your lifestyle, and like you said, family and friends for sure. Especially since we go through so many different phases in life. Like, when you started, you was a single woman and now you're married yeah. with a family. 
that's mm-hmm. going to make a difference on, hey, I'm going to work on my business all night when I get off work versus now that might not always be the case every day when you get off because you have a family that wants your, you know, your time and attention. That's exactly how it was when I was single. I was like, oh, I can, I can end my day job and like start my night job. Like, nah, nah, yeah. I can't quite do that. Got yeah. some other stuff in between. Yeah. So I think if anything, it does force you to at least get really organized on mm-hmm. what I can do, when I can do it, and how it's going to get done. Because as much as people are always like, oh, my God, you do so much. The real thing is I am a time management beast. So I do a lot, but I get a lot done because I schedule almost every second of every day. So that yeah. if it's not on the schedule, it's not going to happen. Um, and I know the whole, oh, we have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. Beyonce has a whole team right. at home and at work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a team and that definitely helps, but there's still a lot on the person who is running it. Heavy is the crown. Yeah. And there's levels leading. to this team thing. Exactly. Like, I'm never going to have the team that my corporate job has. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's billion dollar companies or whatnot. Right. And when we're talking about, you know, below a million dollar company, you can't get but so many people to work for you. As well as the quality of people that you're going to get when you only have less than a million versus billions of dollars. <laughs> different, different budgets here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, no, I think that was great advice and definitely very essential um, mindset and your mental health and all that. If that's not in place or in a good place, you could go anywhere the wind blows or you could just be easily discouraged. Mm-hmm. And entrepreneurship is already hard enough. So you want to be as strong as possible mentally, physically and all the other things. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, thank you for taking time to chat with us. Of course, do you have any final words? And then the last thing, of course, is I want to know what is coming up? What do you have going on that you can share? What should we be on the lookout for? And of course, we'll tag you when we post this podcast. Yeah. So check me out online, onestylishlady.com on social media, on all um, platforms. Okay. Shop One Stylish Lady just launched a new holiday collection that's perfect for all the holiday parties you have and uh, New Year's coming up as well. It take you into those date nights and then we got Valentine's Day too. So yes. collection that's perfect for all of that. And then spring summer collection will be launching next year. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah, tons of other events on the TBD um, so yeah. definitely subscribe to the email list. Check us out on social media to stay up to date with the latest. Awesome. I love that. And then any last words of advice, encouragement, whatever, before we exit out? Yeah, I would just say find your community and entrepreneurship and know that you're not alone. I think that's one of the biggest keys. Yeah. Once I started finding my community that understands the challenges and just hearing someone else say like, oh, I'm going through this thing. You're like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was just me. Um, that can make a world of difference. So just find your community, find people who understand and find yeah. people, of course, who know more than you and get a good mentor um, yeah. to help you out along the way. Awesome. I totally agree with all of that advice. Makes perfect sense. Um, as you continue to grow and scale, you always want to, I always say lift as you climb. So you always want to be able to help people that don't know as much as you, but you also want to be learning from people that do know more than you. Yeah. So you can continue to grow, but also help other people um, as we continue to all go up because that's the only way to go is up. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you again for taking time to chat with us. We'll tag you so y'all can check out her website, subscribe to her newsletter, and follow her on social media. And uh, thank you again. We will chat soon.
Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Thank you. No, I agree. You did great. Talk soon. <laughs> All right. Bye. Hi. Thank you for listening and tuning in to Closet Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are interested in learning how to turn your own passions and creativities into profits and monetize your gifts and talents, I would love to help you. I have a business of style class that you can take in person if you're in Atlanta or virtually anywhere in the world. If you'd like more information, click the link at the end of each episode. and You can find out information, how to chat with me to learn how to grow and scale your business and not just let it be a hobby, but be able to actually build a thriving, sustainable business to support you and your family and your lifestyle doing what you love. I hope to chat with y'all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.